Welcome to Awaken and Rise, the podcast. I'm Ashley, a spiritual mindset coach passionate about all things spirituality, manifestation, energetics, mindset, human design, and so much more. My mission is to guide you to know yourself on a deep soul level, help you to energetically upgrade to manifest your deepest desires, to uplevel your mindset, and to expand your spirituality. Join me on this journey to awaken and rise. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. It has been a hot minute since I have recorded a podcast. I feel like it's been definitely longer than a week. I have been quite under the weather for, I don't know, maybe a week or maybe a little bit longer now. I feel like the last episode that I recorded, I was bragging about how I just had one day of sickness and then I was over and then I was 100% healthy and it definitely came back with a vengeance and... I even stand sick still, but I'm feeling way, way, way better. But it's just so funny because I do, I do really believe that when we go through sicknesses or when we go through some sort of illness and we're hit with something, it's because we're going through an energetic upgrade. So yes, you know, everyone might have something and it's going around and whatever, but there's a reason why your body is, you know, grabbing onto that and actually becoming sick. It forces you to rest. It forces you to slow down, maybe take a day off, whatever it is, and integrate a lot of energy. And it's usually just before you're going through an up level or you're about to, you know, have a breakthrough, you'll get hit with a bout of sickness. And I think that's exactly what's happened to me. I haven't been sick in the longest time. And I think my body really needed to rest and recover and like also when you're sick there's stuff going on in your body right like if you have a fever the fever is literally there to kill off like the sick cells in order to get you better so it's like shedding parts of yourself in a way as well it's like letting go of what no longer wants to be there letting go of what's not meant to be there letting go of the old and creating space for the new and making space for new things, new energy, new cells, whatever it is um, to come into your life. So even though being sick is, you know, one of the most annoying things ever, always remind yourself that it's because you're going through an energetic up level. You come out of it feeling like a new person and there's new energy to be made in this. So if you're also under the weather, just take this as your reminder of that. Now, today I really want to speak on a topic that has been very front of mind for me recently. I would say probably the past year, this topic has definitely become a bigger part of my life. And I actually think it was one of the big lessons that I needed to learn in my lifetime because I had the most resistance to it. And usually when you have a big resistance to something, it's generally when you need to look at that most or you need to learn a lesson there the most. And for me, this was resilience. So resilience to me is not being knocked by the small things, being able to overcome things really easily and not letting things affect you. It's kind of the energy of grit and being able to do hard things without crumbling and to be okay in the discomfort or being okay with being uncomfortable. And I have spoken about this a little bit if you've listened to other episodes on the podcast. However, I'm going to do a whole episode today on resilience and why it's such a big part of my life and how I personally have become more and more resilient over the past like 12 months, let's say. 
So for context, I want to kind of give context of why it's been such a big theme in my life. So I feel like I am somebody that has lived a very privileged and blessed life. I haven't gone through, you know, a crazy traumatic events or didn't have like a, you know, crazy childhood with a lot of negative things. I feel like I lived a pretty, you know, cruisy life, great family, was always provided for all of the things. And I know that a lot of people can relate to this and also, unfortunately, a lot of people can't relate to this. But if you're somebody like me who has had, you know, a pretty good life and you can't really relate to people when they've said that they've gone through a lot of this hard hardships in their life, I feel like a lot of guilt can come with that. It's like, why did I have such a great life compared to this person who, you know, may have lost their parents or there was, you know, a death or there was abuse or like all of these things that can happen. And the absence of that and not going through, you know, difficult or challenging things like that can almost bring a bit of guilt or almost like mm, my feelings aren't valid because they're not as bad as you know, the people in a more unfortunate position to me, which is a whole, you know, another podcast episode or topic in itself. So I won't go into that. However, I just did just want to preface that like, I can totally acknowledge that I lived a very amazing life. However, that doesn't discount any sort of hardships that I went through, even though they weren't as big as other people's hardships. And it's my belief that, you know, unfortunately, those hardships for those people are there for a reason. Their soul has somewhat chosen that in order to learn their lessons in this lifetime, which doesn't make it okay or easy or anything like that. It's just a different experience to what I personally experienced. However, because I lived, you know, a pretty great life, a pretty good life, and didn't experience too, too many hardships. I mean, there definitely were a few, but nothing crazy that I had to overcome in my lifetime. Because of that, when things actually went wrong and, you know, I was faced with difficult challenges or difficult decisions or external things kind of happened to me, I would crumble. I would let it affect me so deeply and I almost couldn't handle it. It was like, way too much for me to handle. It would affect me for, you know, weeks or even months. I would be a mess and it would be over something that that seems relatively small would really, really deeply affect me like on a deep emotional level, but then also a somatic level, like a physical level, like my body, it would affect my body and all of that, which is really interesting. And I would definitely identify with not being a very resilient person because I never really had to go through hard things, right? And the act of resilience is being able to get through hard things um, quite easily and gracefully and not letting, you know, not sweating the small stuff, not letting the small stuff affect you on a deep level. So as, you know, my Saturn return hits and I go through a few little things that really, I guess, impact my life and go through a big Um, transition in my life, I found myself being, I guess, unnecessarily affected. However, I know that it's perfect because I was meant to be affected by it in some way in order to learn from it. So I'm not saying that it was wrong. However, as I went through a lot of changes, it really, really rocked me. And I feel like, you know, one thing would happen and then another thing would happen and then something else would be thrown on top of that. And then another thing would be thrown on top of that. And it was almost like I was like drowning in all of these uncomfortable situations, which to somebody else 
that maybe had gone through harder times, they wouldn't really bat an eyelid. But for me, who's, who's had like a, again, relatively good life where nothing's kind of gone wrong, to be faced with all these things at once was overwhelming. It was overstimulating. It was a lot. And this is where resilience comes in. So I wholeheartedly believe that resilience is something that you can learn. And it's like this muscle that you can kind of strengthen and use to your advantage. However, the plot twist is (laughs) the only way or one of the only ways to build this resilience is to go through hard things. So then you know that you will survive and you'll be okay and that you can do hard things, which I know is the most annoying answer ever, but it's so true. So for example, it was probably this time last year, I was really on my social media game. I was posting a lot of reels and a lot of them were kind of going viral. I would say like like small viral. And I was having really good success. You know, I was getting a lot of followers from it. It was awesome. And then I remember I had this one reel that went way more viral than the others. I forget the the data on it, but I think it was like upwards of a hundred thousand views, which I know is not like viral viral, but for me at the time it was, it was a lot. And this reel had honestly nothing too controversial in, in my opinion. I think from memory, it was around, um, energy cleansing and like, you know, symptoms that you might need an energy cleanse or you might need to cleanse your own energy. And it was like, you know, a lot of scattered thoughts, a lot of spending time in your head. Maybe you find it hard to make decisions. Maybe you're impacted by other people's energy and you take on other people's feelings, stuff like that. There was a few symptoms like that. And for the person listening to this podcast, I feel like you would 100% agree with all of this stuff because we are very much in this world and very much like-minded that if you're being influenced by other people's energy, maybe you need to cleanse your energy, you know? However, this reel hit the wrong side of Instagram. The people that are maybe not on their spiritual awakening journey or, you know, maybe they're really close-minded, whatever it was, they don't have the same view as you and I do. So this video gets shown to a lot of people on the wrong side of Instagram and the comments started flooding in. And I would say 95% of them were negative, and I don't mean negative of like, you know, I don't agree with this or, or constructive criticism. It was blatantly obvious sort of bullying. There were so many different comments on there. I forget, but they were just like insulting me. They were, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. How old are you? Are you 16? Who are you to say this? You know, you're discounting mental health. Um, a lot of stuff about like me not acknowledging mental health when it has nothing to do with the post that I had up. There was a lot of like personal attacks on like who I am as a person, just so much stuff. And again, I'm, it was not even a controversial post. Like I sent it to a few people and I was like, do you find this controversial? Like, where did I go wrong here? And you know, no one could really answer my question. And when that all came through, I was by myself and it was, oh, I remember the feeling throughout my body. It was like I had murdered someone. Like it was, it felt like I had just, you know, done the wrong, like the wrongest thing in the entire world. And I was in so much trouble and it, like my whole body just went numb and it really, really affected me. And I was just like uncontrollably crying. You know, there was a lot of stories around people misunderstanding me and, you know, maybe I'm actually not cut out for this. 
maybe I need to delete my social media. Maybe I'm not a good person. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, maybe I'm too young when I'm not, I'm 28, like I'm not 16. Even then a 16 year old could still say the same things as I am. But I just remember the comments were like coming in. I kept, I kept trying to delete them because they were just, it was just a breeding ground of hate. And so I was deleting these comments and they just kept coming in faster than I could actually delete them. And I panicked and I didn't know what to do, but I didn't want to delete the post because it had such good engagement, even though the engagement wasn't fully positive. I just wanted to go and run and hide under a rock and never, never come out. Anyway, to finish the story, I ended up just turning the comments off. So if anyone saw the video, they just couldn't comment on it and they couldn't read other people's comments. Although now I probably wouldn't even do that. But yeah, I remember that was a really, really challenging thing that happened. And, you know, for somebody that has been through a lot of hard things, you know, maybe they've lost a loved one or, you know, gone through something like cancer or has been homeless before or something like really big, you know, that they wouldn't even bat an eyelid at that. But for me, that was like, so dramatic and so traumatic as well, to be completely honest, because I had never gone through anything to that degree before. It felt really, really big, even though, you know, it was only on my phone. It wasn't in my real life. No one was, you know, attacking me. I wasn't in a life or death situation. It really rocked me. However, I learned a big lesson from this. And I really think that I was supposed to go through that because that was actually one of my biggest fears. When I first started this Instagram, I had all of the, you know, all of the things come up of, I don't know what I'm talking about. Are people going to like what I say? Are people going to cancel me? You know, are people going to call me out that I don't know it right? Are people going to think that I'm too young or too inexperienced or yada, 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 whatever it was. They were, they were like very, um, definite fears of mine. And it was almost like all of my worst fears came true. And how I reacted to that and responded to that in that moment was a test to see how resilient I truly was. Turns out I wasn't resilient. I turned off all the comments. I hid. I don't think I posted on Instagram for like two weeks after that. Didn't post a reel for ages because I was just scared of it going viral again. And I remember I just kept saying I would never wish going viral or my worst enemy. It was the worst thing ever, blah, 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 whatever it was. However, as I said before, I 100% believe that I was supposed to go through that and that was supposed to happen to me because my worst fear coming true, I didn't die. It happened and I survived. I'm okay. I lived to tell the tale. And there were so many lessons that I extracted from that as well. Being okay with, you know, people not liking me, being okay with not always being seen as correct or right. You know, I really put myself out there and I was being my true authentic self in that moment and people didn't like that. And that was definitely a big fear of mine of people not liking me or not liking or agreeing with what I had to say. But again, it happened. I went through it and I survived. And that is how you build resilience. You go through the things that scare you and you survive and you realize that you don't die and that you're okay and that you can go through it again and be perfectly fine. Resilience is leaning into things that are uncomfortable and getting through it anyway, doing the hard thing anyway, doing hard things or doing uncomfortable things and showing yourself that you are strong and that you won't die, that you are resilient and you can do hard things. That is how you build resilience.
And now, I mean, I, that hasn't happened since. I mean, it probably will now that I've said this, it would almost be a test one year later to see how I react differently this time. And I feel like I'm still in a position where it would affect me in some way. Like I wouldn't be completely, you know, blase to it or numb to it. I think it would still hit, hit hard a little bit. However, I think that would be turned down from last time, like 90%. I have grown so much as a person. I've really come into my own and I've been faced with, you know, multiple situations. That was just the, the biggest one where people don't agree with me or they don't like me or they, you know, leave a hate comment, whatever it is. It's almost like the more I get exposed to it, the more it's water off a duck's back. So while I'm not trying to attract these things because they aren't nice things, they aren't super positive things. However, I see them as ways to build resilience and ways to get stronger as a person, but also in my mindset as well. And also because I have become such a more resilient person over time in this past year, I think that will really help me if I was faced with a similar situation. And you know, for all of my business girls out there, if you're not repelling anyone, you're not magnetizing anyone either. The law of polarity, there needs to be both sides of the coin. You can't just, you know, people please and be nice and appeal all of your content to everyone or appeal all of your your traits for everyone and be this like cookie cutter piece that, you know, pleases every single person in this whole world. It's impossible to do that. And also by doing that, people will view as oh yeah, she's nice. Nothing special, but she's nice. However, if you do lean into being more polarizing and that law of polarity, it's like you will, yes, you might repel people. I see this in friendships too. I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on this. It's like, yes, you will repel people, but in the act of repelling some people, you're also going to magnetize other people and they are going to be your ride or die. They're going to be your raving fans. They're going to be the people that, you know, buy every single one of your products, whatever it is, if you're in business. So that is a big lesson that I learned as well. Now, if you're sitting here and you're like, well, I'm not going viral on Instagram. How else can I build some resilience in my everyday life? I'm going to tell you that right now. Basically doing anything that is outside of your comfort zone is going to help you build resilience. And your ego right now is probably like, oh, hell no, we're not doing that. Your ego wants to keep you safe. And that is what happened to me for the longest time in my life. I never wanted to step out of my comfort zone. I never wanted to do anything uncomfortable because why, why would I have to do that? Like, why would I want to do that? Why would I want to feel uncomfortable in my life? And to that, I would say why I would want to be uncomfortable is to grow and is to build resilience. So whatever that looks like to you, that could be going to a new gym or a workout class that really, really intimidates you. This is something that I've done and I now feel comfortable in those scenarios, whereas before I would have rather died. For me, that looks like putting yourself in physical physically uncomfortable situations, like going in an ice bath. I speak about this all the time, but that is so physically uncomfortable. I don't do well in the cold. I hate the snow. There is no part of me that wants to go into a freezing cold bucket of ice. However, I forced myself to become uncomfortable. I forced myself to do it. And 
hands down, that is one of the biggest things that has built my resilience because for me, that was one of the the scariest things I could have ever done. It's like when people go skydiving, I'm definitely not there yet. I do love a good adrenaline junkie activity, love a good theme park. We'll go on all the scariest rides. However, skydiving really petrifies me, but I do see people doing that and facing that, that big fear and, and feeling like a completely new person after they do this really hard, scary thing that they've just built up in their mind for years and years and years. That is how you build resilience. So whatever that looks like for you, maybe that is quitting your job and starting a new job. Maybe that's talking to a stranger. Maybe that's going somewhere by yourself or you know, taking yourself out to breakfast. I remember probably again this time last year, I had a journal of things that scared me. And every week I would do something that was outside of my comfort zone in some way in order to build myself up and to become more resilient. So whatever that looks like for you, do the hard thing. And yes, it's uncomfortable for, for a moment and it's uncomfortable while you're doing it. However, afterwards you can reflect and be like, huh, I'm still alive. I didn't die. It actually wasn't as scary as I thought it was. Now I can, now when I'm faced with that, I can actually get through that. I have built resilience. I can do the hard thing. Lean into what is uncomfortable and that is going to be your key here. So if you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear from you. Please send me a DM about what is your uncomfortable thing that you're going to do and how are you going to build your own personal resilience? I would love to know. I can't wait to hear from you. So I'm going to leave it at that. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day or night whenever you're listening to this and I will chat to you in the next episode. Bye.